Hi everyone, Brother George here with another episode of Bible Made Easy podcast. Thanks a lot for joining me. Is church attendance necessary? Let's find out what the Bible's answer is. Most people who hear the word church associate it with a building where Christians gather for their worship services. Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines the word church as follows. 1. Building for public and especially Christian worship. 2. The clergy or officialdom of a religious body. And 3. A body or organization of religious believers such as the whole body of Christians. It might surprise some people to know that definition 1 a building for worship is not what the Bible means by the word church, and that definition three, a body or organization of religious believers, such as the whole body of Christians, is the most accurate one. The English word church appears over a hundred times in the New Testament and is translated from the Greek word ecclesia, which means an assembly, congregation, or the whole body of Christian believers. It doesn't at all refer to a building and associated rituals and ceremonies. And the word ecclesia is composed of two Greek words, ek, which means out from and to, and kaleo, which means to call. In other words, Ecclesia literally means the called out ones, or the ones called out of the world for Jesus. If you're a Christian, you and your fellow believers are the church. The church is not the building. This is made clear in 1 Corinthians 3.16, which says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? In Old Testament times, temple or synagogue attendance and ceremonial practices were a required part of the faith life of believers. These were physical worship practices that were symbols of the spiritual worship practices of the heart that God was really after in the long term. Jesus made it clear that his coming put an end to such requirements when he was questioned about the proper place to worship by a Samaritan woman in John 4.19-24. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is a spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. The Bible mentions several types of places where the early Christians gathered. The Jewish temple, until it was destroyed. Rented rooms, 
and most of all, believers' homes. Early Christians were a minority that were persecuted by Jewish and Roman leaders alike, so open gatherings were often dangerous. Formal gatherings in large state-approved church buildings did not become common until after about 300 AD when the Roman Emperor Constantine ceased official persecution of Christians and allowed them to practice their faith with state approval. While the cessation of persecution was a blessing, one unfortunate side effect was that Christian assembly and worship gradually morphed from informal, spontaneous, free-spirited and revolutionary to state-approved, rigid, formalized and compromised with the world. And sadly, this weakened state of many church denominations has continued for the 1,700 years since then. So what does this mean for church attendance today? Well, what was the purpose of the gatherings of the early church, the ecclesia, in the first place? Here are a few. To learn about the faith and grow in it. To connect with like-minded believers. To read the scriptures, pray, sing and praise God together. To strengthen each other in the faith, especially in the face of persecution. To bear each other's burdens, both spiritually and materially. To contribute their talents to the Christian community. To partner with each other to preach and spread the gospel in their communities and throughout the world. A model example of a genuine Christian gathering is found in the Bible narrative of the Last Supper. The Last Supper was anything but a stiff and formal church service. It was held in a borrowed private room, it was intimate, and it was transformative. There, the disciples received deep and moving instruction, teaching, and encouragement straight from their teacher, Jesus. They ate and drank together, they sang a hymn, and they were strengthened for the challenging times they were about to enter into. Another life-transforming, intimate meeting of the early church took place among the disciples on the day of Pentecost, again in a borrowed private room, where the disciples gathered together in heart and spirit and were filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. And it was from there that they exploded into all the world, preaching the good news wherever they went. The early church model and its fruit is described in Acts 2.42-46. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together, and had all things common, and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men, as every man had need. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and in breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. This should be the fruit of true Christian fellowship. Transformed hearts that truly connect with God and each other, who then, 
go out into their communities and the world filled with God's love for the lost and meeting their needs spiritually and materially. So back to the question, is church attendance necessary? The answer is, go wherever you have to go to fulfill your need for genuine Christian community, worship, study, prayer and service as modeled by the early church. This is an absolute must for your spiritual growth and service to God. Now, because there are literally multitudes of all types of church denominations and groups of every size and style you could imagine, I couldn't recommend anything specifically for your situation in your specific location. But I can say this. Once a week attendance among large congregations with formal and highly structured church services where most of the congregants just sit there for a spiritual boost, while better than nothing, is not the best. It's better to find a smaller church group or home church where there is sincere love among the members, where you can make genuine connections and friendships, receive teaching and mentoring, and become a part of a tight-knit unit of fellow ecclesia, called-out ones that go out and change the world. As the rise of the Antichrist world government draws even nearer, and the powers that be clamp down on Christians more and more, the small-is-best model may be the most tolerated and safest one anyway. Just look at places like China, North Korea, and some Middle Eastern countries. If you're lacking in true Christian fellowship and don't know where to go, seek the Lord, and I'm sure He'll show you where the best place is for you. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to hit that subscribe button. We'll see you next time. Bye.